0: Welcome to Beside the Burn for Thursday the 17th of February. We're continuing our studies in Daniel chapter 5 with the writing on the wall and the story of Belshazzar holding the great feast. And today in verse 10 we see that there is a a glimmer of hope uh, on the horizon now for Belshazzar. The queen, because of the words of the king and his lords, came into the banqueting hall And the queen declared, O king, live forever. Let not your thoughts alarm you or your colour change. So what's happening here? Well, there has been the great feast. They are all in the banqueting hall together. And the queen hears the commotion and decides to investigate to see what is happening. Now, the queen here is not Belshazzar's wife it's most likely that this is Belshazzar's mother, the daughter of Nebuchadnezzar, the great king that we've had before. The reason behind that is because her husband would be king and that's Belshazzar's father and he's away at the moment. So the queen is back here. She hasn't been in the feast because we've been told that Belshazzar's wives are in the feast and his concubines Uh, But nothing's mentioned of his mother, so here she is not in the feast, so it's unlikely that she's his wife, so it's more likely to be his mother. And because of her insight, and because of the fact that she knows Daniel, as we'll find out in a moment or two, she has this connection with Nebuchadnezzar. Being his daughter, she remembers all that took place in the court of Nebuchadnezzar and realises, look, here's something that happened to my dad, Nebuchadnezzar. He was troubled and fearful at times, but there was somebody who was able to help. So she comes in and she almost performs the role that an angel would play in the New Testament. She comes in and and says, do not fear, as it were. O king, live forever. Let not your thoughts alarm you or your colour change. In other words, she's coming with this message and she's saying, do not fear. There is good news. I bring glad tidings of great joy, as it were. So verse 11, there is a man in your kingdom in whom is the spirit of the holy gods. In the days of your father, light and understanding and wisdom like the wisdom of the gods were found in him. And King Nebuchadnezzar, your father, your father, the king, made him chief of the magicians, enchanters, Chaldeans and astrologers. So the queen, the mother of Belshazzar, comes in and says Look, there is someone. There's someone who has proven himself in the past to your father or grandfather, as it were, Nebuchadnezzar. And he was able to um, provide light and understanding and wisdom. And all of this was because um, he had the wisdom of the gods in him. So the queen is saying to Belshazzar, look, you're frightened because this is unknown we can't work out what it's saying but look there's someone in the past who's come and done this he did it for nebuchadnezzar and therefore he was made chief of of all the magicians enchanters chaldeans and astrologers so the queen's saying to him look belshazzar you should have known this if you'd taken any interest in your grandfather at all, you would have known about Daniel. You'd have remembered the stories. After all, the uh, previous chapter, chapter 4, was a letter that was written by Nebuchadnezzar. And we've got it today. And Nebuchadnezzar is dead by this stage. So that letter existed. And if we able to read it, Belshazzar could have read it or had it written read to him but he chose to ignore it and chose to ignore uh, Daniel who had been chief of these magicians and instead he went back to the magicians and didn't bother turning to Daniel at all. So she's coming with this information that there's somebody who can help. Because an excellent spirit, knowledge and understanding to interpret dreams, explain riddles and solve problems were found in this Daniel, whom the king named Belteshazzar. Now let Daniel be called and he will show the interpretation. Now it's interesting here that the queen is calling him Daniel all the time, but she's also telling Belshazzar that we've got Belt. To Shazar. So he's saying, Look, here's a man whose name is very similar to yours, but he can help you. And he's able to, to solve these problems because there's an excellent spirit in him. There's knowledge and understanding, all these things that we need. And if you would only listen to him, then he will be able to help you. And it's very reminiscent of what happened with Joseph. Daniel is almost the new Joseph. Remember, there was a, a new pharaoh came to part in Egypt who knew nothing about Joseph. And he enslaved the Israelites and made them um, build for him and make bricks for him. And then took away the materials to make the bricks and, and made their lives misery. All because he didn't know about Joseph. And here's a king who didn't know about Daniel. And... He's just misusing these uh, items from the temple and disregarding the God of Daniel, even though his grandfather, Nebuchadnezzar, had trusted in him. But just because a grandparent trusts in God, there's no guarantee that a child or a grandchild will follow in the same way. Although they had Nebuchadnezzar's example here, they just decided to disregard his faith and his beliefs that they knew better. And do we not see that in today's world as well, where children are rejecting the faith of their parents? So in Egypt, there was a promised exodus. And there's also been a promise for the Israelites here that they are going to come out of exile. The prophet Isaiah had written maybe about 150 years before this that the king Cyrus of Persia was going to come forward and lead the people back from exile. And so therefore we realise that um, the Babylonians and indeed Belshazzar's time has to come to an end at some point. We've already had the great statue in chapter 2 to promise us that. And all of these things are coming together now and we're seeing that Daniel is the one who's going to interpret it. And he was going to uh, arrive, and th- this enemy was going to arrive before the end of the night, and Belshazzar was going to be killed. So again, we've got all of these elements coming together in what God has told the people. So again, let's bow before God in prayer today. Heavenly Father, we do thank you for the story of Daniel once again. And we thank you, Lord, for all that you're teaching us from it. And Lord, we pray that we would learn from the example of our forefathers, that we wouldn't just reject what they have done and think that we know better, but help us, Lord, to follow in the faith that they had. Help us, Lord, to follow the example that they have set. Help us, Lord, to learn from the way that they have lived their lives. And help us today, Lord, to have a fresh faith of our own that we put in you and that we follow you. Amen.